Welcome to English Through History. We have our special guest speaker today for our interviews about different cultures. Uh, we have here uh, Eric Flynn, uh, who's an educator and also a novelist, Eric. Might of the Gods, I believe your <laughs> book is called. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, who you wrote the book for and why did you write? Yeah, yeah th thanks for that opportunity. Uh, Right, so Might of the Gods. Uh, I, I wrote this for, um, but primarily, so it's a it's a book of, a fan, it's kind of a fantasy superhero book, and it's mainly uh, geared towards non-native English speakers, uh, but also just uh, native English speakers who maybe uh, kind of struggle with reading a little bit. It's, uh, uh, the maturity level is maybe around high school and above, but the actual level of the text is much, much more simple than that. So it's really ideal for people who want a, a more mature story, but uh, some much more digestible uh, and easy to read text. Okay, sounds great. Uh, you can find all the information about Eric's upcoming book in the descriptions uh, below, so please check that out. Um, we also uh, brought you here specifically because you are a, an instructor of culture. You teach about Western culture, to um, Koreans and more specifically American culture. Uh, so we really want to ask you uh, about something related to American history and you chose the the history of the Hamburg. Can you tell us why you chose that topic? Right, well, you know, a, a lot of times when, when people think about America, they, they think about, you know, the hamburgers, right? It's the iconic American food, I, I suppose. And, uh, and I know sometimes, uh, especially uh, American expats in other countries, they, they kind of, you know, view that as a little bit of a stereotype, you know, but uh, uh, what can I say? I, I'm a stereotype. I, I love hamburgers. <laughs> so. sure, sure. Okay, uh, so to the, uh, to the, uh, the history section of it, uh, can you tell us when the first recorded mention of a hamburger was? Yeah, so, um, so first of all, when we, when we get into the first uh, the earliest recorded uh, mention of a hamburger, we, we get into what do you consider a, a hamburger? Um, so, uh, but actually there have been records of burger-like foods as far back as the ancient Romans. Uh, there was, uh, historians found this ancient Roman cookbook called Apicius, and in it, they have, uh, they have a recipe for something called Isicchia omentata, which was basically um, minced beef uh, or minced meat of, of some kind anyway, mixed with pine nuts and with garum sauce on it. Um, and uh, right, so that was that was the first one. And then um, there was also some mention of uh, the Tartars uh, actually uh, uh, traveling with some 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 you know patties of like mutton. Uh, underneath the saddles of their horses. Now that one is actually subject to to some scrutiny. Uh, I I've seen that stated as fact, but uh, a lot of people, well, well, some people conclude that uh, that actually might not be accurate. That the uh, there was a medieval historian who recorded that, and he he might not have been speaking from experience or from uh, uh, authority on that one. Sure. It's a problem when you get uh, the older the history, uh, the more difficult it is to authenticate right, right. Uh, the sources. Um, so what you described, the, uh, the, the meat, the minced meat, uh, the tenderized meat, would you consider those to be a burger? I personally would not. Uh, I, I think it needs the, the bread 
uh, to have a burger, you, you know, because if you had a, a piece of meat without bread, would you call that a sandwich? I, I don't think so. Um, but uh, anyway, so by that metric, the next closest earliest thing that we can get to what we might consider a hamburger is a German food uh, called, and uh, pardon the pronunciation on this, uh, Rundstück Worm, which uh, was apparently eaten in Hamburg, Germany. Uh, and now this consisted of, I've gotten different reports on this. I, I've never been to Hamburg uh, myself, but um, uh, some sources have, have shown it uh, as a picture of what to me looks like a hamburger between two pieces of bread. But uh, other sources have shown it as like a piece of pork on uh, a, a single round piece of bread with a gravy. And that's, to me, that seems like the more accurate description, pork on a round piece of, of bread. Uh, and again, I would, I would maybe not consider that a hamburger myself, but somewhat similar. Sure. Well, you know, there must be a connection it being eaten in Hamburg, Germany, Hamburger, is there anything connected? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And and so uh, the thing was, uh, hamburger was really important when it came to trade between uh, America and Europe, uh, especially in regards to, to meat. It was, it was kind of almost a, a meat mecca, as it were. But, um, you know, so in the late 1800s, a lot of Germans started uh, emigrating to uh, America, and they did that through Hamburg, Germany, from Hamburg to New York, as I understand it. Uh, and so they brought a lot of their food with them. Um, now, actually, one of the foods that they popularized wasn't the, the, the runestuck uh, worm. It was something called frikadellen. All right. And what this was is uh, it was kind of like a, a big sort of uh, uh, meatball. And um, later on, this kind of evolved into something called that was much more flat. And they started calling it Hamburg style steak, which uh, in Korea they call hambak steak. I think the Japanese call it hambagu, I believe. Um, so again, we're getting closer to a hamburger, but but still no bun at this point. All right. So when did they when did they introduce the bun? Okay, so this is where we get into, into the the extra tricky part here. Um, so there's a lot of different stories about who the first person was to make a hamburger. Now. Uh, I actually uncovered, uh, there was uh, an, um, an article, and I believe it was the Washington Post written by uh, a gentleman named Eric Ofgang. And so he discovered this uh, newspaper ad from the Boston Globe for a cookbook. And in this co cookbook, uh, it, or in this advertisement, it lists among its recipes, one for hamburger style uh, hamburger sandwiches is what they call it. Hamburger sandwiches, and this was uh, this was from 1891, and that's a really important date. Um, you know, and this is really the first printed, as far as I know, the first printed record of of something that we would of, of the word hamburger, really, as far as I know. Sure. So, but I guess what you're describing, you're not really describing a bun. Uh, you're describing kind of bread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. Um, you know, and, and so that's the interesting part, too, is usually we think of hamburgers as having a bun, but this one had uh, slices of bread, apparently. So it seems like the, the earliest hamburgers were on sandwich bread. <laughs> interesting. OK, um, so you, you mentioned earlier that uh, several people claim to have been the inventor 
of the hamburger. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Right. So there are several people that claim this, and, and let's go through some of these. Uh, now, the first one was um, uh, Lewis's Lunch. Uh, this is a diner that is located on the East Coast state of Connecticut. Uh, now, I'm going to say no on this one. And the reason is, is uh, they claim to have invented it in uh, 1895, I believe. Uh, th the story was that uh, there was a customer that was in a hurry. And so the, the owner put some hamburger steak between two slices of bread. But remember, that article or that that newspaper clipping uh, that we talked about earlier, that was 1891. So I, I think that's a no on that one. Uh, there was another one named uh, Fletcher Davis. Uh, now he uh, allegedly created this at the, I believe, 1904 World's Fair. Um, again, 1904, that's after that ad that we talked about. So I'm going to say no on that one. Uh, and then the third one are a couple of brothers named uh, the Menchies brothers, uh, Frank and Charles Menchies, the idea here was that they were uh, selling sausage sandwiches at a fair in Hamburg, New York. They ran out of pork, and so they substituted it with beef. Uh, but again, there is no, as far as I've seen, there is no written evidence to, to back this up. Right. So it seems like it's it's pretty murky. It's pretty complicated. Is there anyone else that um, claims to have invented it? Yeah, there is one other guy. His name was uh, Charles Charles Nagreen. Uh, he's from Wisconsin, and uh, they say he invented it in uh, around 1885. Uh, they say that he was at a, a county fair, which is like a, a festival that we have in the various states in America, and he had uh, something similar to like frikadellen, like meatballs or something, but people found it too inconvenient to eat. So he flattened it and, and put it between bread. Sure. So maybe it was Nagreen? Uh, maybe. Uh, you know, the, the claim there stems from eight, uh, 18, 1885. That was before uh, the, the cookbook ad. So, yeah, I don't have anything to refute that, perhaps. <laughs> it's hard to say. Uh, what do we know for sure? Okay, so, so this is what we know for sure. Okay, so we know that the, the fast food restaurant chain White Castle, that was the first place to really start selling uh, hamburgers between round buns uh, on a large scale. So not McDonald's, White Castle. Yeah, right. Uh, White Castle and not McDonald's. Uh, White Castle opened in 1921 and McDonald's opened uh, about 20 years later. And, and White Castle definitely did serve those on round buns. Uh, they're and they still have them today in America. They're little uh, two ounce patties, I think, of of ground beef uh, with onions. They call them sliders. Okay, so that's a lot of information. Um, let me ask your opinion. Uh, in your opinion, what's the most likely history of that? Okay, so th this is uh, if I were to condense all of it down, uh, this is what I would say. I would say it started in Hamburg, Germany. They had, you know, a lot of meat like the frikadellen, uh, and then that evolved into hamburger steak when the German immigrants came to America. All right. Now, at this point, people started putting it between bread. And it's quite likely that multiple people thought of this idea at the same time. You know, it's it's not quantum physics to, to you know, figure out that you can put meat between two pieces of bread. Right. And then uh, once that happened, uh, White Castle kind of... Uh, you know, evolved it a little bit. And then that's 
the, the hamburger that we know today. Okay. So you mentioned White Castle as being uh, the first fast food restaurant. Mm. Can you tell us a little more about White Castle itself? Yeah, sure. Uh, and here we get into a little bit of the history of, of fast food. So uh, now White Castle appeared around like the 1920s, right? And so at, at this time, uh, the meat industry hadn't been doing very well. So there was a book called The Jungle that had been published. Uh, and uh, the idea here was that the, the goal was to uh, show how difficult life was for workers in the meat industry. But what it did is instead it, it kind of uh, let people know exactly how unclean and unsanitary the meat industry was. And so uh, a lot of uh, you know, related uh, businesses suffered because of that. Well, White Castle's idea was that, uh, you know, they would be transparent about their preparation methods. Okay, every, every, uh, people would be able to see how the food was made. They used really clean stainless steel uh, equipment. Uh, and, and so, you know, that was, uh, that was kind of where, where it all started. Now, technically, uh, they were the first fast food restaurant but there was kind of a, another business called A&W that actually existed before White Castle. Um, can you explain a little bit more about A&W? Yeah, so uh, A&W, it, it started off as a, a root beer stand. And again, th this was before White Castle. Root beer, uh, for those who are not familiar with it, it's kind of, it's a soda. It's a sugary drink. There is no alcohol in it. Um, very popular in the States. And um, so there was a man named uh, Roy Allen. And in 1919, he opened up this stand uh, and he, you know, started selling, uh, you know, root beer and other things uh, to uh, people. Uh, and, and very often he had curbside service where you could drive your car up to it and then the workers would take, you know, whatever it was uh, to, to the car. An early version of a drive-through, perhaps. Yeah, so that was the early version of, of the drive-through, and uh, it's worth noting at this point too how kind of the development of of the car, the automobile, and the development of fast food were, were kind of linked. Uh, there's a, a historian named Adam Chandler, and he wrote a book all about this, you know, and he said, uh, you know, Henry Ford, uh, you know, the automobile, right? He um, sort of uh, pioneered this idea of the assembly line of uh, interchangeable parts and standardization, uh, you know, and we see that in the food industry as well, right? And uh, as cars became uh, more widespread throughout America, there became much more of a need for, for faster paced food. Uh, you know, pretty soon curbside service uh, turned into uh, drive-through and, 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 and all that sort of thing. Okay, so anyway, uh, now after White Castle opened, uh, Roy Allen, who opened up this root beer stand teamed up with a guy named uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, no relation to the architect. Okay. And so Allen and Wright, A&W, they created uh, the first uh, uh, A&W uh, fast food restaurant. And they were also the first to claim to have put bacon on a hamburger. Uh, how true is that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> sure. So when did McDonald's appear, the McDonald's that we all kind of associate with it now? Yeah, well, that's kind of a funny thing. I've looked around for this and I've gotten conflicting information, but it's sometime around the 1940s. Uh, same time as In-N-Out Burger, for those of you who are familiar uh, with the, the West Coast. But anyway, with McDonald's, uh, there were two brothers, uh, Maurice and Richard McDonald. Uh, and so they actually 
pioneered something that they called uh, the speedy delivery, uh, sorry, speedy service system. Uh, and this is basically, you know, uh, instead of having waiters or waitresses uh, bring the food to you, you would go to the counter. Uh, they would have food pre-made already underneath heating lamps. And so you could just go and pick it up. That, that was all the McDonald brothers. Uh, later on, their business was bought out by uh, the guy who sold them the equipment for their original restaurants, uh, Ray Kroc. And uh, anyway, and, and so he sort of um, expanded the franchise. And then after that, Burger King appeared, uh, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know, and that sort of thing. And it was it was just, um, you know, and the rest is history, as we would say. Sure. Uh, fantastic. Thank you very much, Eric, uh, for mm, your time. And uh, please check out Eric's book and his webpage. All the details will be uh, posted down below in the description. Thank you very Thank much. You very much. Thank you.